episode of Formula Pod. And yes, we are on the finale episode. I'm not going to call this the finale episode because I'm not going to stop this anytime soon. But yeah, in terms of races, we have come to a conclusion. And I don't know what to say. On one end, it was kind of a interesting one because a lot of kind of understand. It's at least it's not that you go to Abu Dhabi and then you're not dis- figuring out who's getting what, because there was the situation of the constructors. You had the fourth place, fifth place, like so much commotion going on those routes. But yeah, it was it was kind of an interesting race, I would say, except for all the uh, red flags all of a sudden. But yeah, to, before going jumping any further, we need to introduce the deck today. And apparently, uh, we decided to go on a more equal route. So we've got uh, you've got myself, you've got me here joining from Exeter, you've got Vishruti joining from London, and then I've got Rimsha back again. Like yeah, she came in before uh, for a while, just for one episode, but then she makes back for re-entry. So hey guys, how's things going on? How was the race? Frustrated with the whole Lando Perez situation, but we move on from that. I really think uh, Rimshaw should talk about the, her experience being a, a part of Abu Dhabi. Yeah. Rimshaw, I know you were the only person amongst us who actually went down to a Grand Prix and watched it. Like, I went last year and it was amazing for me. But being at your first Grand Prix down in Abu Dhabi, how was that feeling? And also, I kind of got to know through your socials that you managed to see through two drivers as well. So give us like a full rundown of it. How was the entire thing? Like starting off with your drivers, like let's go on in sequence mode itself. Cool. My whole weekend started off from Wednesday. I took like a whole week off from work just to experience this like full on, like I want to experience all of this as a true fan. Uh, Wednesday, uh, Carlos was at the Ferrari World and there was a whole Ferrari fan zone for him. And I was like, I need to go there. And I made like a whole as poster for him. And he All noticed right. it. He smiled at me. He gave me a thumbs up. I went at life, you guys. <laughs> but yeah, that was my post. What was on the poster? So my what poster. My poster was such a hit among everyone. I had like Ferrari staff coming up to me and they were like, they were laughing at me and they were like, this is the most funniest thing I've ever seen. And it just had a very confused picture of Carlos. It was a meme. Mm-hmm. And then it, it was written, I skipped work to see Carlos, which is true. I did. I didn't even ask my manager that, can I take off? I was just like, I'm taking off. Bye. Well, your <laughs> manager for Carlos. this podcast, so... Well done on him or her, whoever it is. Uh, let's not tell my manager. But yeah, right. if I have a picture of it, I'll show it to you guys. But it was mm-hmm. it was a hit. That was a hit. But I didn't get to meet him. But definitely, I was almost mm-hmm. this close to getting his sign. I was so close to getting his sign on the poster. But obviously, fans get crazy sometimes. So everyone started pushing and everything. So that just went by. But at least for a second, you got Carlos to see you and see the poster, yeah. right? He stopped I like to for think you, right? Yeah, he did. He stopped and then he gave a smile and a thumbs up and then he went well, on to everyone. Well, that is the main thing. At least you caught his attention. Yeah. That is the main thing. Yeah, yeah. And, and let's, talk about, let's talk about the other guy. How do you meet him? Uh, yeah. 
Um, so one of the sponsors of Williams, they were hosting a giveaway and I was just like very casual about it. I was like, okay, you know what? Let me just give it a try. It is what it mm. is, right? I just applied for it and I got in. The, the, I think after two days or something, I, I received a message and this was on Thursday. Uh, the meet and greet mm. was happening on Friday morning and it was a proper experience you guys i was like whoa i did not expect this usually for the meet and greets that you have you would expect like um whoever the celebrity is or whoever the driver is they're gonna come through they're gonna stand there for like two minutes just sign a few things yeah. and then leave. that's mm -hmm. how it usually is for meet and greet but this one they actually invited us to the resort where they're the whole team is staying in along with the drivers mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. they even offered us food, drinks, and Logan came in. And he even we even we even had a chance to like sit there and have a one-on-one -on -one Q and A with him. And it was just so nice. Like we got to know him in a different version of like as a driver. And that was that was yeah. really cool. That's that's something I found really cool compared comparing it with um, Carlos meet and greet. This was very intimate one-on-one -on -one thing. And I really, really, I really cherish it, honestly. Yeah, it was a whole wow. VIP experience. And I'm really glad I got to experience that. He's the sweetest yeah. person ever. He's, he, his voice just melts through you, you know. He's just, and he looks really, really young. Like, younger than he looks on TV. So, wow. He's just great. Wow. That was Thursday, Friday for me. And, and then well, came the actual So, uh, did you go for all three days or was it just one day? Uh, I went for Saturday, the quali, and then I went for the actual race day Sunday. Quali, all right. amazing seats, amazing view, really great. Mm -hmm. Surreal right. experience, you guys. I just, I'm just so glad I got to experience this at least mm -hmm. once in a lifetime. Because okay. as a recent fan, as a person who's just getting into all of this chaos mm -hmm. of Max yeah. and everything, um, it was great. I, I absolutely right. loved it. Loved it. The, the cars just right. zooming by, the sound, the smell of the rubber. I loved it, you guys. Even though I could barely see the drivers there on the car because they're going by that fast. It was just amazing. Oh, the screams, everyone in their own jerseys. So cool. I oh, hope everyone should yeah. see But yes. then, did you manage oh, like, to I'm, I'm just really curious. How do you manage to get the tickets, though? Because yeah. I myself didn't get tickets. Because it was like, because I believe they got sold out by, say, by Feb, March. So how do you manage yeah. to get the tickets? I'm really curious. Like, like okay. the last minute plan that i actually consider myself very lucky because i didn't have tickets until like so say the race is happening uh sunday but then the whole weekend the race weekend properly starts like friday or even consider it thursday because we okay. had the opening show and everything by wednesday i had no clue if i was gonna get tickets or not and i was this close to like actually buying it like several times i was on there uh -huh. trying to like refresh the whole page and like all right. I was checking the tickets and everything. And I was like this close to buying it. But then one day, 
I heard, so the quality kits, I I had it. My my friend mm-hmm. got the quality kits, and we were going together mm-hmm. for that. That was sorted out. But the Sunday tickets, I didn't have it. So while I drive to work, I usually re- listen to radio, right? And right. Virgin Radio was on at that time. I just heard F one tickets, and immediately I was like, you know what? I'm gonna apply for it. I'm gonna try. It is what it is. If it's mm-hmm. gonna work, it's gonna work out. I yeah. applied, my call got through, and that's it. I won the Sunday tickets. All I had to do was name five drivers, and I kid you not, I've never yapped out five names mm-hmm. so quick. I was just like, that's no. So no. Easy. <laughs> they were like, yeah. That's so easy. Easy. You could have done. Um, what? No, right? like, what is it? I met, I was trying so hard because I went because it's almost the same time when I head off to work, and it's normally yeah. Uh, yeah. It's on the breakfast show every day at eight, on the Chris Page show mm-hmm. on Virgin yeah. Radio Dubai. Uh, the tickets are given out every day. I think like by seven forty-five ish, I kind of tune in and I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm gonna try my chance. For some random yeah. reason. Always that lady who says in Arabic, your the number you've dialed is invalid. I'm like, dude, it's the exact same number this dude is being saying on radio. How is yeah. it becoming an invalid number all of a sudden? So, but yeah, I can yeah. I can get like I'm so like focused. I'm like, it, like because it's it's also you need to convince these guys why you need the tickets. And I was super con- I, I was like, okay, it's I'm not gonna like okay. A lot of people were like. Oh, my fiance is landing, and I need to give her a surprise. She's like a big F one fan. I go all proper statistical. I'm gonna be like, oh, it's the ultimate race. You've got like Mercedes and Ferrari with this four points difference, and then um, I really like Formula. I have been following Formula One for a very long time, so I really wanted to go. You just have like thirty seconds to convince. So I was like, okay, I'm going to put yeah. my A game and I'm going to do it. But then I didn't get it. I didn't get the call. So yeah, yeah. I'm a bit disappointed. Yeah, I get that, but yeah, with me, everything is luck, unfortunately. Oh yeah, definitely. True. Because I tried for like four days in a row. Every day I would wake up extra early just to tune into the radio. Even like when I, I told you guys I took off for the whole week, right? So even when I was like mm-hmm. off... I was tuning in every morning, listening to them and like, actually, I don't know how it got through, but it got through. And like Arjun, you said, three days, it was like, whenever I tried to call them, it's off. They probably think I'm like really annoying uh, person, but now nah, I was just very desperate about it. <laughs> You're like, on, let's just oh, give no. it to her. She's doing this every yeah. day. But yeah, yeah. like uh, really uh, hats off to that kind of effort you kind of put in and then managed yeah. to land yourself some free tickets. But with yeah. Bill, but let me ask you this. Were those seats good enough? Or did you think they could have done a better job of giving you like more? No, 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 no. Loved it, loved it. So the Saturday uh, tickets that I got, it was sweet tickets, the the North sweet tickets, and I loved it. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And then we got the uh, Sunday tickets that was at the turn nine. And mm-hmm. the view was really good. We had like the yacht view and we also had the turn view, plus we had the straight view as well. So yeah, it was because ooh, you were I loved like- it. And like you end the DRS, yeah, like a really slow car coming in. So, yeah, we saw a lot of overtakes as well. So, yeah, because uh, I believe that was the um, 
Perez Lando situation incident, I believe, turn nine. Oh, yeah. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you had the Hamilton overtake on Sonoda. You had the Russell overtake on Piastri. Like a good amount of overtakes. I like turn nine. Yeah. Uh, like that point, you know. Uh, it was just but, ending up DRS. There's a way you could yeah. just. Yeah, because yeah. it's like a long train, and then you do like Daniel Ricciardo's signature move that's lay breaking training. But then for my boys at Mercedes, the problem was that the car just went way too far, and then for Lewis, managed to get yeah. locked up, and then he just couldn't do it. He overtook yeah. with mm-hmm. Grace, with DRS, and all the electronic systems, but luck just didn't work his way. And the tires didn't work his way. But yeah, yeah anyways, like we got to be happy with what we got. And we're moving on to yeah. talking about the race. With the season being completed, uh, we uh, we need to talk about wh- for which team, which teammate scored yeah. the most amount of points. Any guesses who has scored maximum points for their team? Like I, I know. S- oh. See, I know the top four. That's easy. But no, it goes down to the rest of them. I'm not telling dr- the the what do you call the drivers, um, the drivers championship. I'm saying in terms of percentage by each driver scoring for a team. So say if you got two drivers, say best example, say Lewis and George. Lewis got X amount of percentage of points for Mercedes than George. Uh huh. Yeah. So that one. Any guesses? Any wild guess? Which driver has taken the top spot on that? I mean, it could be one of the lower ones also. Yeah, go ahead. I told you, give a wild guess. Mihir, what's your th- what would you be your guess? Daniel. I'm just guessing. I'm just trying to make this more interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just think London Norris because I just want All to right, okay. mess Wish his mind a little bit. Well, he's in the top five, but go on. But Wish- yeah. I feel like it could be Albon. Well, you nailed it right. <laughs> Albon scored. Albon scored ninety-six percentage of Williams Racing's score yeah. like points for Williams, and that's followed by Nico Hulkenberg seventy-five percent. Yeah, because Magnussen uh, has what one point. Fernando Alonso seventy-four percent for Aston Martin. Mm-hmm. Yuki Tsunoda for Alpha Tori. Alpha Tori versus whom though? Are we talking versus Daniel or are we talking versus Nick? Because Nick has zero points. Daniel has six. Uh, and then you have you, you forgot Liam Lawson. He has got points Liam as well. La- Liam Lawson exists too. Alfredari had a weird year. Yeah. Uh, and then you have um, Lando Norris again, 68%. Max is only 67%, even though he has got the supreme... 80 points. Even he, even though he's got the supreme lead, he only managed to get 70, 67 percentage of Red Bull's points for Red Bull. Followed because... by Bottas, sixty-three percent, Lewis Hamilton, fifty-seven, uh, Pierre Gasly, fifty-two, and Charles, fifty-one percent. Yeah, because they have what a difference of five points so at the end of the day. <laughs> Ten drivers who managed to score more points compared to their teammates. Yeah. Interesting. I like that I nailed it. (laughs) No, but then, uh, okay, I want to under, have you guys watched the free practice one, free practice two? Yeah. Yeah. 
anyone who bought ticket for that would have been so disappointed, right? Instead mm-hmm. of instead of what you call one minute of running, you only had yeah. 20, 25 minutes. I was like, is this Las Vegas all over again? No, I, and I mean, the fact that half the drivers in FP1 were basically Formula 2 drivers, probably not what they would have paid for, but mm-hmm. you still, you know, like, I feel like they would not be as pissed off because at the end of the day, they're getting the experience, but not as much as one would get during Saturdays or Sundays. Because this is coming from someone who has not been to a single race in her life, but only seen the track. I would be excited no matter what, because I saw the track and I was jumping about for like 20 minutes. (laughs) So I was like, oh, this is where this happened. This is where that happened. You know, I saw the donuts and everything. I was like, oh, Daniel. You know, so each and every single thing means a lot no matter Mm. how many people are there and I think it's perspective you know some people would enjoy even like five minutes of race time some people who want to watch the entire thing would be pissed off yes some people would probably want to watch Formula One drivers they wanted to see Max race they wanted to see Lando race they didn't get to see that you know so one thing I would want to highly commend is AlphaTauri yeah. yeah, for the first time in ages, managed to lead the Grand Prix. Didn't allow me. Yuki was the second Google. Japanese driver, second Japanese driver in the history of Formula One to lead. But also, you need to also talk about man. Man, like broke records. Like this was some insane level of breaking. Two plus laps led. What? Yeah, one thousand plus laps led. 1,000 plus laps led. He's now in that exclusive team of Lewis Hamilton and Michael oh. Schumacher. Oh. Okay. He's now got one, like, okay, so Lewis Hamilton, 190 Formula One race wins. Uh huh. Max Verstappen, 185. Michael oh, Schumacher, so 162. He has surpassed Michael Schumacher. Oh, man. Poor Michael. And I'm like, I need, I desperately need Hamilton to get 10 wins. We need Absolutely. Hamilton to get 10 wins. 10 we wins, need. I need him. 10 wins. Okay. Yeah. How I need him to do that. Do we think it's possible though? Well, I need to ask me here. Is that possible? Do you, do you think it's possible? Do you think the 2024 car or let's say the W15 has the capacity? Like, I know it's very early to ask this, but... Being a long-time Mercedes fan, do you think that is a kind of a possibility we could see? Because I've seen Nico Rosberg saying, okay, don't cancel out Hamilton because he yeah. will come back. His own ex-teammate just said that. So any thoughts on that? An ex-friend of sorts. <laughs> Obviously, I mean, for the last two seasons, Mercedes really hasn't been at its peak as what we saw with W11. Uh, I think W11 was a piece of art that cannot be recreated, only copied. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. at this point, I think Mercedes did hire some other designing engineer to upgrade their floor, their air ducts. Um, and as previous years and also this year, I think uh, my hopes with Mercedes is always going to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, but my expectations have lowered down because of right. obviously the experiences. And I really think 
this is a game changer when when the losing team starts to realize okay no we're not just losing we're losing from a margin mm-hmm. um when valtteri was racing with mercedes i clearly remember this in one of the interviews that he said the days we lose are the days our competitors should fear the most and i think that quote stands by today with mercedes because there's a hunger for winning from Toto but right now he knows the capabilities of Mercedes is not as as strong as any of the team right now when i see when i see any of the team i'm talking that's from Ferrari McLaren Red Bull obviously that's on that's not needed to be said um, yeah. but these and Aston Martin at at points um in terms of driver i think Lewis Hamilton um really needs to connect with the car and i think this season he was on and off with and i think mm-hmm. everyone else would agree with this fact as well that lewis hamilton and george russell um they really weren't connecting with the car they weren't happy with the car and mm-hmm. i think lewis is a type of driver who is very emotionally attached to formula 1 also being um you know the only colored driver on the mm-hmm. circuit i think he has a lot of pressure on him as well considering that you know he's doing the black lives matter and he's doing his own thing as well mm-hmm. um and lewis hamilton has so much pressure now that i think of it he's a brand of himself of course he's one of the most marketable he's a one of the most marketable drivers in the paddock like the most exactly. i think i think as a sportsman i think he's in the top 3 or top 2 if i'm not wrong he is I the mean, most like yeah, yeah after marketer Now that now that I think about it, Max does not do as much as marketing as Hamilton. No, Max he doesn't. Is, it's 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 Red Bull, then it's Max. But Lewis has his own thing going on, where there's Lewis Hamilton. He also has his own fashion brand. He has uh, endorsements from Police, which is a perfume slash accessory brand. I mean, he, he has, has his own drink now. There's so many like, things that he's doing yeah, that's kind of building so up. So I really think in the next few like months he should really focus on driving rather than doing that's my that's my suggestion I'm no one to I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. he has people handling all of this he's just he's just he's sitting as a boss he's telling mm-hmm. them what to do yeah. um but I think he should set aside and just sit with Mercedes headquarters and really try to understand what the hell went wrong what are we mm-hmm. doing mistakes in the last two years and and I, i like this combination of george and hamilton i i really never thought this would be a good thing but hamilton's maturity and george russell's impulsive you know like we got to get to this i think that's a really good combination yeah definitely like trust me yesterday i just thought i my mind i'm like i'm just praying i at least need to be mark on that podium i don't want it to be like a red bull red bull ferrari i need it to be either like a red bull ferrari mercedes or red bull mercedes ferrari whatever like I need it. Like I was interested for like a podium, but yeah. then like George got it again. Five second time penalty came in. As oh a- my god, that yes, was not a blessing for me. That was not a blessing for Lando. Okay, so to all the listeners out there, yesterday once the, after the race, me and Vishruti had a call, and trust me, no. we we started <laughs> Vishruti yelling at me. I'm like, dude, what happened? She's like, why, Sergio? Why? And, and and then after that she like then after we both found a common ground which was we both got angry on Charles 
Yeah. Because he gave, he slowed purposefully just so that I could win. For which... Lando! Oh, I just realized Lando could have gotten it. How did we go in? Mercedes team principal Toto will endorse that I mean... Moves. He was... Today when I saw that, I was like, what? I just didn't understand. I'm like, how on earth? Toto, this is part of, you should realize this, Arjun. This was part of Ferrari's strategy. What, giving, what, Sergio Perez? Like, they I, messed up their own yeah. champion. They yeah. messed up their own constructor's yeah. points. It's yeah. it's classic Ferrari. Rimsha, no listening to you, but classic yeah. Ferrari. Tried, they messed though. up their own tried, constructor's but... points by doing yes. this. Three points. Arjun, three points. Yeah, but see, 18, again, 15. Again, see, you understand this. A driver in Formula One car, he's not going to realize whether five seconds yeah. is there or not. For him, his only job is to bloody drive the car. Like, it's he like how... Five seconds was there. He knew that Sergio would go down. That would cause proper and absolutely <laughs> innocent Lando Norris to get infected, okay. I mean, inflicted with this, this poor thing. And well, I need in this Mihir stake though, is that like something, if, if say you were a driver in that, in say, in Charles' <laughs> position, you're like, okay, I've got four points difference between the team and I really need to ensure that my competition is, is not going to get that and I'm going to get it. Would you kind of go for it? <clears throat> First, I would talk to my team principal. And I would see what his, because obviously everything's under what he says. Um, as much as I'm on my own, I can make decisions on my own. I'm the one representing the team. I'm the one representing my country. I want to make everyone else proud. I want to support everyone. But at the same time, I also need to respect what he says, because I'm pretty sure at that time, he doesn't have the mental capacity to think. And I would want someone else to think for me because at that point, I'm just like, okay, I need to, first of all, I don't need to, I, I can't mess up. Mm-hmm. I can't crash. I can't get a failure. I can't lose a position. I have to gain a position. That's that's all I'm thinking. I'm trying to down. Like in my head, if I was him, I would be focusing on downshifting on a corner, trying to get a lift, trying to get a slip and overtake some other driver in front of me at that point, if I could. Um... If the team principal said, no, you don't have to do it, don't overtake, I would listen to him. But in the same time, I'll be like, okay, so is Carlos going to do something about it? If he isn't, I want to do something about it. So I would always come back to, if I can't do it, can my team member do it? If he can't do it, then can mm-hmm. I, at least can mm-hmm. I make a try? Because unless we don't try, you won't really know what the what the I mean, result would be. Yeah, these and guys I think, say I, that... I, I think... I think Rimsha, what, what do you think? Do you think that's the right way of handling the situation or do you think going against a team principle like Michael Schumacher did like a few years ago where he was told to back out and he was like, no, I want... Uh, I forgot who was the driver for Michael Schumacher for Ferrari. Was it Rubens Bar- Barkello? Yeah, and then they were telling him, no, you got to back out. Because I just saw like the Braun GP documentary and I'm like, now I exactly know which to refer to now. That yeah, was like a I need to ask you a question. Um, 
yeah, yeah I think obviously like even as Arjun said the driver has to just drive and Run. listen to the instructions that's that's there but then it also it's also like if my teammate is going to do something about it or should I do something about it so i i do agree with that honestly but just on a few things also no <laughs> now, i hate it how they didn't allow yeah. um charles to do the donuts completely irrelevant from this but he was like he was cursing on it he was like why i i get that too so but you also need to understand that ferrari is a heritage like they want to keep it in a very i mean i, I don't know if you know this but just a very general knowledge to their listeners and you guys Ferrari is actually very very strict yeah. when it comes to their cars like when you yeah. buy a car you can't modify your car you have to take permission from Ferrari otherwise they take the car back like in my yeah, head yeah, I'm just yeah. like it's my property I can do whatever I want but again it comes back to it's a heritage it's a very old company so I kind of get why Ferrari was like nah, yeah. right you can't do it Red Bull on the other Yeah exactly hand, Red Bull, on the other hand, they're doing they're doing pit stops and tire changes in space. They're racing. They they they're racing another Red Bull WRC car mm-hmm. on the desert, and they're drifting on snow. Red Bull and, man, it's just that Honda. They can do whatever they want to do. It's not uh, again. You can't mm-hmm. give. It's not Honda, guys. It's Credit to Honda. Yeah. What am I? You realize you realize this. What is known right now as Mercedes AMG Petronas Formula One team, once was like early, like was early on, was early a Honda. Seriously? How long ago was oh, that? I'll tell you this based on the documentary what I watched. So Honda was. Oh, so it, all these things happened in two thousand and eight. There was a recession, and then Honda exits out of motorsport, and then. Um, Ross Braun manages to buy the team for just one pound. So it what? was a- Yeah, because no, no, no more spoilers, no more spoilers. I'm going to sit and watch this now. I just yeah, finished no. watching a show. I'm going to sit and watch it. Yeah, like but- I'm not going to give much spoilers, but I just told you what's the story. Interesting. Like, I I'm so I'm If it. you're looking if you're looking at the trajectory of the team how it evolved from back then till now, The Honda yeah. then into Braun, which was a Mercedes, then later got powered by a Mercedes engine, and now it's known as Mercedes AMG Petronas Formula One team. But uh, but going back to just one thing, going back to what Mihir said about um, the drivers not being able to think on their feet, I agree with him because there's mm-hmm. a reason these race strategists are there and the engineers are there. They're constantly talking to them. They're constantly telling them what to do. and if these guys yeah fine these guys are there they know how fast their car is cuz they're the one driving it but then these guys the engineers and staff just have their own panel full of all these information they i don't know why there is lack of conversation between okay, them again okay no, that's a very good question because i'm going to interrupt you in this you only get okay. data you only get data you only get real life data once you start driving right yeah and the 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 people sitting in the panel only understand everything obviously they have everything on them mm-hmm. but there's a certain amount of limitation that the data can give because the data can mm-hmm. always be wrong so the only way they can actually rectify the whole data is through the driver so if the driver doesn't give right instructions 
I'm not saying it's always like they're always giving right yeah. wrong. They're always giving wrong. But some, I mean, yeah, we saw it yesterday. <laughs> sometimes when things just go the right way, and but the driver is not. Most of the time, the driver is giving the right like information, and the data that they collect sometimes they analyze it in the wrong way. Mm. And I it think that's what. Make, yeah, so it's a very, it's a very vice of like it's a very vice versa thing going on here. Where mm. yeah. no, I'm not saying it's a miscommunication. It's just they're just Italians. That's all I can say. <laughs> <laughs> well, like yeah, yeah you just you just just uh, bombed all Italians out there. <laughs> they can't do a good job. <laughs> I mean, they've done wonderful oh. jobs with their cars. Why can't? Also, there's a there was a theory that came out on Reddit, and I was reading about it. Um, every year Ferrari produces a really good car. They have really bad results in the Formula One car, but the year they make a really good Formula One car, their cars, the production cars, are not as good as their Formula One cars. Seriously? I should search it up. Yeah, it's actually a wow. thing. Wow, I'm gonna That's... look it up. That's that's an interesting one, but uh, but and I was but thinking, and you know, I was like, that actually makes so much of sense because these guys were um, the the when the four when the four five eight came out, Ferrari four five eight Spider. Yeah, it was a wonderful car, and that's the year Ferrari dropped. And then Ferrari came up, and then they they the the production cars were lacking quality and production and uh, man and woman power. Okay, talking about cars and companies, Alfa Romeo. We need a moment for uh, Alfa Romeo, Yuki Tsunoda, and we need to talk about McLaren's pit stop. Well, but before all that, before all that, uh, so there was this uh, this data which Autosport put out. Ferrari uh-huh. is always the team that ruins one particular <laughs> team's perfect win record. I know this is like a, bo- like a bomb drop, but apparently uh, the reference has gone oh. back to 1988 F1 results where it was a, it was a sweep for McLaren. Oh, but, I know this. 16 races, only 15 McLaren won. One race was won by a Ferrari. <sighs> this year, out of 22 races, 21 were won by a Red Bull, but just one managed. That was Ferrari. Yeah, I'm looking Singapore, man. Singapore was a good race, you have to admit. At least you got to appreciate. At least you got to appreciate that Ferrari is basically the uh how i'll call the gatekeeper who would never allow a yeah, team to get all full wins. <laughs> that is a fact yeah. that 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 would be another record broken and we don't want that do we exactly but like yeah, Shruti, let's come along with your pit stop what's 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 with what's your thought with the pit stop were you not happy with that or like yeah Unusually, Lando's long. first pit stop. George pits right alongside with yeah. him. Five point one seconds for the pit stop. Why? Why would they take this long for a pit stop? That literally cost Lando his position. He went ahead. He went like five, seven seconds ahead of Russell. He could have easily gotten out, overtaken Russell, and been 
a little bit higher, which I would have preferred. It probably would have changed things. He was upset the entire weekend. Well, see, you know what? I'm just going to jump onto this. <laughs> the pit stop probably has mm. got a lot of factors which can mess it up. Sometimes. See, they've had amazing pit well, stops the last few races. And then what changed? Yeah, so I know you. it's not like... L- let, let me tell you this. Like, each driver, it's not like every time they will have a perfect race unless it's Max Verstappen. Yeah. And it's Red Bull. <laughs> okay, that's a different story. That's a different story, which I don't want to say. But sometimes it might not be McLaren's day that day or what was the problem with the yeah. Because, okay, they, they are known for their fastest pit stop, 1.8 seconds. And even yeah. though this weekend, it was still Oscar Piastri on top with the pit stop timing, so 1.99. Mm-hmm. It probably could be not because of the mechanics. It probably could be because they want to just safely eject out the tire and then put in a new set. Yeah, so but it, were they, I don't think they, they didn't look prepared, though. They were... <laughs> you know what? I feel like Vashruti must be given a camera just for the pits. I'm like, yeah, if they're not doing oh. a pit stop, she was like, you sucker! I <laughs> should, honestly! Like, I'll, I'll tell you what it is. I don't know. I'll tell you what it is, right? Yeah. It's Go not on. that it's not that they were slow or it's not that they were really... It's the fact that the pressure mm-hmm. is still on. They, they, they still want to gain some, some type of limelight. Like, okay, quick there was a sharp move there was a sharp pit stop that's what we want yeah it's yeah. again it's very easy for us to sit and relax but at that moment every single movement mm. counts a second so you have to be very efficient so you're not exactly. just thinking you're thinking four seconds ahead of you of what you yeah. have to do and i guess sometimes when you're in that in that time right there you've done it you've practiced a thousand times you still will make mistakes. And moreover, with the changes with the pit crew and every like the pit change and the tire being more acute, mm-hmm. the pit the pit gun, it's it's very difficult to eject, drill, drill yeah. out. So I guess in that way, if it's mm-hmm. and plus the weather in Abu Dhabi, it wasn't it's, again as much as Abu Dhabi is the world's most expensive track, it is also one of the most yeah. humid tracks there as well so i guess you have to counter yeah. a lot of these factors and yeah I, I think mclaren did a really good job i think all the teams did a very good job except a few that i don't want to name but <laughs> no but like yeah, def- also also on the day of the race apparently that morning we all received like showers in dubai and i was like Oh no, let this not be like a wet race in Abu Dhabi because we've never that. seen that in the first place. I was place. so excited for that. Yeah. I wanted some kind of action <laughs> drama, you know. Oh, no, 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 no. I don't want any action drama. I had enough no, last no, weekend I, with Vegas, please. No. Vegas, my heart, my heart was out. Let, and let, he let, two let, minutes, me A second. No, but really, Give it a second. Like, room, 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 but go this on, go one, on. I really wanted to like sit there on the edge of my seat. I was on the edge of my seat, but for one race, I wanted to be like, who's going to win this? Without knowing already in my head, oh, Max is leading, Max is going to win this. Get me? Mm-hmm. 
and because of that i was like nah. really hoping it would rain <laughs> or like someone oh, would crash like i hate I think, that i'm thinking I like think this for but that, i i just wanted it i, I think I, for that you should yeah? have been there for oh the 2021 abu dhabi exactly i was going to say that you should have tagged yeah. the 2021 yeah. <laughs> like who was winning that was crazy that was what was the crazy. Problem? who the hell is like, yeah. messi Personally, let's I'm going to ask this to everyone. Your rating of the next next season of Drive to Survive. Compare it you, you take say four pieces together, which you would think Drive to Survive like last time it was Joe Gonu's crash in Silverstone that was kind of highlighted mm-hmm. a lot of times. This year what would it be? I I think it's going to be two things. Yeah. Max is breaking of records and um but that's possibly that's not meaty. I know so I mean Uh, maybe McLaren's comeback and Aston Martin's downfall. Dude, see, I'll tell you this. When like just one thing, it's a regular kind of a thing with the media itself. All the positive stuff yeah. is basically not yeah, so great. Yeah, they want to highlight all okay. the dramatic. Five minutes Aston Martin's downfall. Fire. Everything like gets the primetime slot. Ooh, maybe so, not the crash. Like, I guess dramatic, not very Vegas would be the highlight. Think, Who knows? New track. I think. New track. Yeah, yeah, Vegas highlight. Fair. Lando's crash. Nah, I don't <laughs> think so. Bringing up Lando, but I think they're definitely gonna highlight, and this is one of the highlights for me as well. The Aus was it Australia Australia Grand Prix, where literally it was all chaotic. I think there were like three red flags. It was really, really clear. And Carlos got like 10 seconds. Of course, seconds. yeah. I and then they had to uh, stop yeah, the race. Yeah, 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 they just yeah, had to yeah, stop yeah. the race because uh, I think they didn't do the last lap or something. And then Max was just automatic, yeah. automatically the winner because, of course, he's leading. Uh, I think they're going to highlight that race a lot because there were, how many? I think four cars were, uh, yeah. it was DNF. Thinking of that, yeah. The pink yeah. Alpines, yeah, 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 both of them that one. Uh, and, crashed onto each other. Yeah. You had the Haas. Oh yeah. Uh, Kevin Mag like the car part went over yes. the fence Ooh, and then killed the person. Killed a person? I don't remember and, that happening. Yeah. No, 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 yeah. It, oh it, yeah, Australia is definitely coming in. Like One, that 3 4 That's what I'm right talking about. That's actually my favorite. Yeah, Australia was 8 because DNFs. it was so chaotic. Gasly Gasly Ocon Gasly Ocon Sergeant Albon Magnussen Russell and Leclerc. All of them yeah, DNFs. Got a fire. Russell yeah. got a fire in his engine. Yeah. Russell uh, got a fire. Interesting. For me, I think it's going to be Qatar Ooh, because the first lap incident. Oh, yeah, it could be Qatar. <clears throat> okay. First lap incident because we were discussing this mm-hmm. on our podcast itself where Lewis Hamilton in Silverstone was just driving with three won the race. And then you see this guy, he couldn't even manage to get out of the pit, uh, what do you call the sand pit and get himself to the pits. So that's going to be one. I feel then you've got which one was that there was one race where uh, Esteban Ocon managed to get oh, 30 the, seconds the of penalty uh, meme. I forgot which race after it was after that I don't remember which one it was uh, I I don't it was it was it, I think it was after 
I forgot which one was now. I need to figure that out. Okay, 30 seconds. After that, literally everyone on IG, whatever F1 meme is there, everyone's just coming. Austrian. Austrian Grand Austrian. I was right. 30 seconds. Yeah, he was, even Perez was part of it, right? He was also close. It was a close second to the number of seconds for the penalties. It was, Pere- it was Okan and then um, Perez. But interesting races we've had this year. <laughs> there would be a highlight specifically for Vegas, I feel, because it's a new race. There would be. Like, for the new tracks, definitely there's going to be Qatar, Vegas. The whole situation, whether Vegas is good or not, with the crashes and the bumps and everything. More than crashes, it was, it was people who live in Vegas complaining about yeah. how traffic but in my head right i'm just like you guys are complaining that there's so much of noise and they're cutting down traffic they're making billboards up they're taking down the fountain you chose to stay in vegas vegas what stays in vegas stays in vegas that's a saying like it's mm-hmm. a party place so you're literally staying at, at saying, a place yeah. where it's always a party yeah. like why would you complain like in my head i'm just like that makes like Vegas is a place where yeah. you can get married in the next like fifteen minutes to meet someone, and you can mm. get like a certificate as well. So it why would you complain about it? And they're like, you know, I I get it. Like Formula One is becoming more of a business rather than a sport, okay, okay. So, uh, a motorsport yeah. thing. And I get it. It's it's also apparently one ticket, standard ticket for Vegas mm. was four thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was <laughs> too expensive. But they bought it down really? because no one would buy that. It. But I didn't know that. Yeah, like especially the whole FP1, FP1, FP2 people. What returns they got were like uh, bad. I think they got like a twenty percent off or some some amount of dollars off on like products to buy. Oh yeah, they gave two hundred dollar vouchers for team. Two hundred dollar vouchers to buy anything for the match. Also for the Vegas race, I just want to put this down for the. For any shops that had the view of the race, they had to give 10% extra tax or something like that. Yeah. They had to give a certain amount of money. They had to pay a premium. They had to pay a premium because they're in that location and they were overlooking at the track. Ooh, and I bet the hotels might have cost like extremely more expensive than what so the usual local pricing businesses is. were like, we don't, we're not even going to watch it. Like, why are you making us pay extra? No, I think the, yeah, Vegas, I think the I think most Vegas expensive was, was the Bellagio. I think the Bellagio was yeah, yeah. two or I think like two or five million dollars oh. with like a full package coming in. And for a second, I'm like, who the bloody hell is going to pay five million dollars to watch uh-uh. a race from a hotel? Yeah. Fact, I know if you're going to play, right? play that much, like, less and actually go on the track. Yeah. Why do you want to sit in in the comfort of your home? No, sit with the hustling and bustling and the heat of the people, or in Vegas' mm. case, cold of the people, and watch it. Because that's the experience you would get. I don't know why people want to sit comfortably in a hotel and watch it. Like, my best friend sends me this video of one of the hotels on the Strip, and this guy's just lying down on the bed, and he turns, and the camera just points to, like, the Vegas Strip, and, like, these drivers driving, and I'm like, you know, interesting, I'm but very, no. I'm, I'm going to be very, as much as I love Formula One, um and I love other sports as well. I actually would rather watch it on a TV because 
I obviously I would love to go and get the experience of it once. Yeah. Unless if I'm going yeah, paddle. Yeah, that's different. That's a different experience. Paddle, then I'm done. Exactly. I'm if it's paddle, right? Or if it's if it's a VIP one with the metal. Exactly. Um, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. But if it's a normal ticket, I'm not gonna go for that because I can get a better view. Can analyze yeah, I agree with that picture. Yeah, definitely. You do, especially when you're here. You can be on the onboards and everything. You get. Although you just see, you just see one yeah. corner. Like yeah. you just see like the car, yeah. so you don't know what's happening on the other side of anything. Yeah, exactly. Really. They're like. I, 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 I have to watch <laughs> half the race through the TV because all I could but see was I, the car I, zooming by, and you have no idea what what's happening at the other side of the track, the track that you can't see. And there's no like live commentary, so you're literally exactly. just sitting there like, yeah. okay, and what's happening now? What's happening now? I had to connect my phone to my earphones and data and do live streaming on there, but obviously that was quite behind on the what's happening on real. So, yeah, yeah, that's that. That must have been quite a funny one because you're like, oh. A car is buzzing <laughs> oh shit! I didn't see it on the TV. Yeah, uh, oh, at wait, the end, I, just, I just gave up. I was like, okay, let me just enjoy <laughs> no, this right now, and then I'll go home and watch the highlights or something to make, you know, to understand what actually happened. To... But yeah, no, but then I yeah when I went down, for some reason yeah. the Wi-Fi network was Same super messed up, and I'm Possibly. like, yeah, it didn't work at here as well. All. Nothing was working on phone. Even like just to send a WhatsApp message, I had to keep logging in again and again. At at the end, I just gave up. I was like, let me just enjoy this rather than like trying to work out the Wi-Fi here. And I did. I did just that. Yeah, you know, it's like for a second, I'm like, okay, uh, in the Formula One track, these guys are like, oh, Eris by E and is yeah. the official yeah. what you call partner of the track. I'm like, need. What's uh, the problem with the internet? Why? Too many people logging in. Dude, I understand that so many people logging in, but let me let me give you an even more better example. Expo 2020, so many people logged oh. in. That internet was flawless. Mm. So yeah, that, 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 you're yeah, you also need to under Arjun, Arjun, you also need to understand that there's already a rate of connectivity with the driver, with the panel. With the headquarters back in their home country, they have FIA, they have the safety car, they have the control center on top, they have security going around, they have so many things. So I guess in a way, it kind of makes sense why the, why they have restricted or they have lowered down the connectivity for these kind of things because they have other priorities yeah. that they need to prioritize. No, of course. First, okay, first thing first being the driver safeties. Yes. No, ag- agreed on that, but then like, see, because it's not going to be like, you're not the ma- the driver networks and the FIA networks are not going to be anyway kind of linked with the public network, right? Yeah, that's very true. I mean, things. still the network towers will be the same. Why, why <laughs> are we discussing the network tower now? Well, we the, because, because, okay, see, like, trust me, yeah, you should go next year to Abu yeah. Dhabi, experience it first. Then you're yeah. going to tell me the exact same thing. I was, I had so for the way that <laughs> Now when I asked Rimsha, Rimsha was no, like, definitely. okay, it's the same thing. Honestly, so I would, I would agree with me it might here just as be a well that um, it's better to sit at home and watch it in comfort because you have all the access. Like you're sitting there you're watching the whole thing. There's live commentary. Everything's okay. 
But when you're on there, of course, it's great to experience it once at least in your life. But you literally are clueless sitting there with just cars going around you. You're just like, okay. And you can barely even see the cars. That's if you're sitting at like a seat where there's a turn. And thankfully I had that. So the drivers had to like slow down before they take a turn, right? Mm -hmm. So I could actually see their, I could see their helmets at least. So I could figure out who's who. But you can't turn nine. I think I saw I turn four the last, and five. So turn nine was like closer that side. Interesting place. Was it? Was it? Yeah. No, turn nine I think was the so. middle sector. But I, I really liked it though. Turn nine is the middle sector. But yeah, it's it's just mm-hmm. I, I I love I love watching it I'm in real looking. life, not gonna complain, but I would want better ways to like get myself more immersed into it if I had access to anything that will let me know who's winning right now because you can barely see mm-hmm. the, the cars that are on the road yeah i personally felt if you're watching a grand prix it, you need to be sitting on the main main grandstand because you see the yeah because you're seeing all the action like the pit stops the the formation lap the kind of drivers standing in and then once the final the guy start picked, of the race fireworks like yeah. each and every bit you can grasp in that grandstand i feel that yeah. is worth every money then i want to be Arjun, i want to be a celebrity just so that i can I think stand there and stand watch all this it. like really really worth it you get to see everything right there the start of the race the the fireworks it's it's just it's just all there and even like the podium celebrations and everything you know yeah. my one of my ex colleagues at work uh she sent me a picture and like she zoomed in and got a got, like uh there was like a social post on mercedes where it's like total in the center of george and lewis on the sides so she just zoomed that and then she's like arjun this is for you i'm like well, I really wish I could sit and do that myself, but then thank you for the picture. It's not going to help, but so okay. Uh, but yeah, no, my, my friends were like, oh, Arjun, why weren't you there? I'm like, I couldn't get tickets, but in reality, I was just like, but I didn't get one. You know what? My mom told me, she said, she saw me watching the race and she said, if you were actually here, I would probably would have taken you to see the race in person. I'm like, um, can I book a ticket right now? to go there she's well, been saying this to me the last two years and she just dangles it like a carrot dangling for a horse every single year and i'm gonna make it a point to at least see one either silverstone monaco or abu dhabi because those three I'm, are my top i'm anyways like booking up my stuff i'm going to go for the most cheapest formula Hungary, one yeah. grand prix which is hungary you go oh, you, yeah. you, can, you can get like a vip pass if you're like booking yeah. your flight with qatar airways and you get the complete VIP stuff, and it's the cheapest Grand Prix. Flights are oh also, gosh. I believe, not that expensive. I, can, I mean, the, the easy access for me now. I know we have been like, I think this episode we haven't talked much about the race. We were talking more about <laughs> experiences. Uh, okay, one, two more final things for the race before because I need to mention this. Okay. Number one, France toast. We, we need to talk about him. And number two, we need to talk about, uh, I mean, Franz Toast, mm-hmm. Yuki Sonoda, his points, as well as 
um, Alfa Romeo's name. They're changing. They're no longer the sponsor. We need to talk about that too. So just those things in weekend lap. Yuki was leading. Can you also talk about how I, um, just to get back at Wish, I, um, so everyone knows I'm a Mercedes fan and I'm a big Mercedes fanboy. And just to, because she, because she lost opportunity to buy McLaren. And oh, I, I bought like. I got the exact like... same shirt in white and it's a McLaren thing as well. So just to get, just to get back at, I'm not even a McLaren fan. I'm just. What? This is not it. The entire week last week, he's been sending me videos of Lando's crash every two minutes. I can't. I open it. Okay, see for a minute. Okay. It's Lando's freaking crash. I'm like, Mir, what, what more do you want? I am literally down there. I am bawling my, I ball my eyes out for five straight minutes. When that boy crashed. Do like, you want this again? Well, well, uh, at least you were seeing crashes, right? I am watching previous seasons, Lewis Hamilton win, and I'm like, oh, Hamilton will win. Hamilton will win. And what happened? Did Hamilton win one? Did any British driver win one? No one won. Lando's British. Did he win? I would have loved this. Did, did, did he win? Did he win? The question is, did Lewis he win? Lewis has won 190 races. Lando Dude. has won zero. I that's, want that man to win a single race. Again. Okay, again, you again. have a champion. You, you, your favorite driver is a champion. Mine, poor boy, comes second every, almost every other race. It's luck. Why? It's luck. It's... See, I'll tell you this. I'll, 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 Okay, let me let me make this clear. Only in Silverstone they managed to get a car which is worthy enough to fight. Chrome, I want the chrome back. <laughs> well, I'm like I like I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, like ask me here. Do you agree, Mihir? Do you agree? McLaren only came in Silverstone with a competitive car that yeah. could actually get on top on a on the podium. Qatar, Qatar. Dude, Qatar is long Qatar. way back. Silverstone. She's saying oh, Silverstone. No, 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 no. I'm so sorry. I'm just, wait, wait, one second. Can you say it again? The question is, do you think? No, 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 Qatar... no. The question, not the question, not the question. Me, can me, say... me, me. Can you say what you just said again? I said they were good. No, no. Qatar. What city? What city? She said Qatar. I need to see. Qatar, oh. Qatar. Ready to get this out of parcel. How are we friends? London has changed you. Everything is fun. More to you, man. More for you. Overall, as a season, I want to know from all three of you guys, starting with Rimsham, how did you feel 
compared this season to okay. the last season? I'll be very honest, and I've said this in the previous episode uh, of the podcast when I was here. I got into this whole thing last year, November, December-ish, which was right after the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix. So that's when mm-hmm. Try to Survive was like on high rating. Everyone was watching it because right. it was right after the Grand Prix. Um, I don't really know how to compare okay. this season with the other seasons because I wasn't as active in watching it. Like, for example, this this year, I've watched every single race, be it like highlights or be it like live streaming. Um, I enjoyed it. It was fun. It was very frustrating as a Ferrari fan, of course, but the experience was good. And I think this question yeah. would work better if I was a fan for a long, long time. But I'm just getting started. It's my first year. I just visited my first Grand Prix. I just had that first experience. So I'll probably get there. But yeah, as a Ferrari fan, I'm just going to say I'm going to look forward to the next season. Because this season just was not it as a Ferrari fan. But it's okay. We'll get there. Okay, I now need Vishruti. Go on. Okay, Rimsha, before I start mine, let me tell you, last year was really? even more frustrating for Ferrari. <laughs> but even more frustrating for Ferrari. Because they were at it. They were close. And then they just dropped that, out of nowhere. Rimsha, you but, need to so... watch Drive to Survive one more time. You, you need, you... Season 5. Once again. Watch it. No, no. Last last season was worse. You need to sit and watch it because last season was even worse with Carlos's car catching fire in his that home race and like Claire losing out of Monaco again. And it was a lot. It was absolutely a lot. But for me, as exactly, hopefully it gets better. But for me, as a McLaren fan, you know, the year started off bad and then slowly Austria happened and then. Um, like the boys started racing better you could see mm. oscar's true potential as a driver and as a formula one driver him like taking on the role that he has to do as a proper formula one driver and he's a rookie and the fact that he took that on and he was able to mold it into something as big as this, getting 97 points in his rookie year is not a small feat. It's it's huge. And the fact that he's won a sprint race in his rookie year, when was the last time someone did that? You know, so it's just beautiful to see how they've gone from the first half of the year absolutely messing everything up to, to winning races. In the beginning of the year, you could see Lando and Oscar just vie for the top 10 position and they were okay with it. Now mm-hmm. Lando's going around talking about winning podiums. You know, the difference in their mentality to begin with was so much different than what it was in the beginning of the year. And I want to see more of that. I want to see more of Lando and Oscar on the podiums and everything. So you just it was mixed, podiums? but I liked it. Towards Did me. you just say podiums? Podiums, I said. I heard podiums. My nose is blocked. You heard podiums. My nose is blocked. You heard podiums. <laughs> all right, all right, but I said right. podiums. Oh, yeah, podiums. But mixed but towards the end it was good all right uh mihir your thoughts um i think next year is going to be very i I think it's not going to be that interesting i'll be very honest i'm not the reason why is because i'm actually looking forward for 2026 which is oh yeah the whole change and yeah 
I think that is something that I'm more excited about than next. Obviously, next season there's going to be new development, new team members, new drama. Hopefully, it won't be one-sided. But yeah, I'm more keen on looking at how Audible performs mm. in this whole Formula One uh, situation. Um, okay. But if I had to give a really good comparison between what I would expect, I would expect equal power, engine power. I think I would expect more. Uh, the I want I would expect the rules to be more defined, more precise. If I keep changing up the rules still, and I don't appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, I think the budgeting cap should really be strictly followed when it comes to developing a car. And uh, yeah, I think that that's what I would say. And calm down with the electric motors, guys. It's Formula One. Stop making things hybrid, please, for the love of God. It's Formula One. If you really care about the environment, you can go watch e-scooter Formula or Formula E. It's the same thing. You know, another thing I'm looking forward to next year is actually the whole sprint format change. Yeah, I want to see what they do with that because we were talking about the sprint races, me, you, Nathan, and everyone, and yeah, Nathan yeah. mentioned spot on about the whole reverse grid thing. So I want to see have they well, nailed down is, on is, what they're uh, gonna do. No. There is a change which is coming up. So Abu Dhabi kind of they kind of decided that <laughs> they are going to be mm. um, they're still going to maintain tire blankets. <laughs> That's not going to mm-hmm. be enough. They're going to do more splash guard yeah. testing just so that it's better for wet okay. racing. At least mm-hmm. there's no spray coming off. And then it's like one driver and then you've got like fog coming off. It's not going to be that. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I remember, what was it? Um, Austria? No, no, no. The first um, oh, spray was test was done in Silverstone. But it didn't kind of work to advantage because it was just messy. On my end, let me say how, compared to last season and this season, how I felt. Well, of course, it was, at first we thought Ferrari was the big man over there, but then all of a sudden, um, Red Bull kind of caught up to speed. And then there was like the pure errors which were coming out. And then, of course, uh, this year, in terms of team principal dramas, Alpine was the the victim, not Ferrari. Last year, it was Ferrari. Mattia Benotto yeah. the sore. Um, and of course, in terms of at least this season, one disappointment was Mercedes not getting a podium or not winning a race. Yeah. And this is the first year Mercedes is now winning a race because the past all years Mercedes like raced, there was at least one win. At least to the- one one. So, yeah, not yeah. specifically. No Britishers on the podium this year. I mean, on the winning well, let, let this, one this year. Wait, 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 wait. Let me continue. Don't take my, don't take my space. Yeah. Oh. So, um, of course, like, you got to see a team which was on, on the back of the grid, Aston Martin, showing up what they could do if they got the money. Yeah. Like, as you, as Mihir said earlier, like, um, Formula One is no no more a sport, it's a business. You know, it's mm. like when the money infusion came in, how that car worked upon and then how it turned out to be, that was something oh, yeah. magnificent. And then you saw 
uh, on one side when Aston Martin is declining, yeah. you see McLaren jumping up the ladder. It was, it was it, you know, it was all like all the Mercedes powered cars were working good rather than Mercedes. Last year, it was last year wasn't the case. Last year, at least Mercedes had the upper edge. But this year, it was like mm. you were flipping a coin, moreover. But yeah, uh, for me, I'm really looking forward for next year, next season. Of course, 2026 is the year to look for because you've got Audi, you've got Cadillac coming in with Andretti. So you don't know how, the, like 10, 20 cars, maybe 22 cars with the new American team coming in. And you don't know, probably Logan Sargent mm-hmm. will jump with Andretti and then what, yeah. the podium? Who knows? Like yeah, those are like surprise, surprise. We don't we don't know how it's going to turn out, but I'm really hopeful for the next season. At least one thing for sure, I can say this: Red Bull will not be as dominant as this year. I'm praying to. I hope to God so. Because every team managed to understand it. No, because I, what I personally felt is every team started understanding mm. what Red Bull is doing, and McLaren getting almost yeah. 25 second, 0.25 second faster compared to its starting car, mm. the development was just magnificent. And now yeah. with Mercedes having data from four teams, I don't know what car they're going to come up with, but I really hope it's going to be a beauty. I really hope it's a beauty. And I really hope the yeah. red beauty also comes come back for fighting. And the... Per, and, and the Navy blue beauty just doesn't end up getting so much points. Praying for that. Oof. And the orange beauty is just there around existing. Papayas. Yeah, that's right. I that need my orange papaya. Beauty, let orange beauty exist. No, no, no. They're not going to exist. Let's they're going to dominate. Okay, I'm not. I'm not. I'm, 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 I can feel it. I'm, I'm never going to say every any team is going to dominate. It. Trust me. I can Feel it, man. Uh, it's, gonna it's gonna be red. Anyways, uh, that's... I don't know. I can just feel uh, it. I don't want that though. I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I'm not gonna be sure about it. I'm just not sure about it because everyone understood. Yeah, that's you know, that's everyone fair. now knows what is the right formula. Everyone knows it, so now they're yeah. gonna work on it. Why? I don't know what cars are coming up, but I'm really. But it's just say we are just ninety four days away from twenty twenty four season. Red Bull's probably gonna make some more changes, days. so you never know. Ninety three days, and this and the next two races, the two races are gonna be starting on a Thursday, Friday, Saturday because mm-hmm. of Ramadan, uh, kicking in Ooh. after right after the Saudi Arabian Grand Prix. So like, yeah, it's gonna be some fun filled races. Twenty four of them, so that's basically. Let's say 25. The addition of China. 24. You put, there is a possibility of. My God, I have to sit and calculate this thing. 10, 1, 5. There's a possibility of 600 points. Whoever gets P1. Ooh, 600 points up for grabs. Matt Verstappen? No. Well, if he, if he manages to strap himself, let's see. If yeah. Max Verstappen could strap himself we properly, need... probably. Who knows? But again, we I'm not. Gonna, this is not a game of prediction. You're not doing anything of that sort. 
Uh, and I really hope the season kind of turns out to be at least not as boring as the season. Because this season, trust me, yeah. all legit ways was boring. I got it. It was just Max. Because it was just, it was just Max. Max everywhere. Because at least last year, yeah. you had Charles Leclerc, you had Car. Uh, I don't know what Car. You had Charles Leclerc coming in points. Perez fighting in from George. a bit. There was three teams yeah. who got who won. It's not one team <laughs> just doing. Yeah. Not that. And like I said, so we don't know. Yeah. So next next season, it is uh. You know, I I, I don't know how to exactly say it. again. It's it's more like it's not going to be a dominant season for Red Bull. Max might win it. Might win it, but that's, that's it's not going like, to be as dominant as it's this year. In front of the screen, yeah. thinking. Oh, who's gonna win this? Rather than saying, "Oh, Max has got it; he's gonna win it." I want that actual feeling. Exactly. It's like, it's like twenty twenty one Imola. Uh, no offense to Lewis, but it's like twenty twenty one Imola. <laughs> Max crashes. Oh, it's in the lead. No, oh, it's the McLaren. Daniel Ricciardo and Landon Norris. On that long, terrible disappointment. Thank you so much for tuning on to another episode of Formula Pod. Please do like, share, and subscribe. Our podcast is available across all your favorite podcast platforms. This is not a goodbye from us, but until next time, bye-bye. Bye-bye.